still we know. You okay? Yeah, don't look at us in our beds like two lazy toads. I'm tired. I am tired. You've had a busy, you've had a busy schedule. I can't really say the same. I was just wrapping presents. I do like Christmas, but CBA a wee bit this year, do you? No, don't. Well, yes, I feel like that as well. So Josh went to work last night. So I'm single parent, single Santa for the next (laughs) couple of weeks. Mrs. Claus, this is how Mrs. Claus feels every Christmas Eve, though. I know, (laughs) I know. So, yeah, and the Christmas agenda is rampacked. Yeah, so a bit of a damp squib last night. Um, I do feel so sorry for you, though. But But, tell the listeners what there is to look forward to. Oh, yes, yes. So we can all look forward to it. We can sit in tenterhooks as we anticipate the Calmac Christmas dinner menu. I mean, though, I'm not kidding. They've probably had Michelin star chefs working in this for weeks. No, they've not, though. See, to be fair, it's totally not. (laughs) So I was on a Calmac ferry. Yes, you know that. I was in Aaron. Unfortunately... You've not told the listeners about Aaron. Nobody knows about that. So I didn't really know about it either, so fill us in. So, well, obviously we got the Calmac Ferry. Unfortunately. Blasphemy if you ever went near another. A P&O. <gasps> How dare you? Well, there's no other route, to be fair. There's no okay. other route. Unless you had your own boat, which I'm not really in the tax bracket for that, but maybe one day, I don't know. <laughs> um, obviously nobody, well, not obviously, like I'm probably... I think Josh sometimes hangs about me and like that. Shut the fuck up. Calmick. Sometimes. I think he always thinks that though. <laughs> I'm probably underestimate how many people work for Calmick. Like I, I presume that if I name drop Josh, they're going to be like, oh, of course, the Nightmaster. Do you know what I mean? And I don't necessarily think... Are you like that? My husband who did feature on three seconds of the BBC <laughs> documentary. Did you see that? No? Mm, okay. Did a really good three-point turn in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, on the Calmac boat, nobody recognised him. So we did pay, in fact, I'll let you guess, three rolls, mm. breakfast rolls, only one of them being a doubler. I think I had a bacon and potato scone and there was two bacon. Bottle of Ribena Light, bottle of water, that was it. How much? I mean, you'd like to think the rolls were about three quid or something like that. So, you know, maybe like £12. 17 For three rolls and two juices? Uh-huh. Ben. So that, and uh, that set me off in a bad mood. So I was like, I actually don't understand why you wouldn't just go up to the till Josh and be like, I, I fucking work here. I, I know what's free? on offer. What? Would you get it for free? You get a wee discount, you know. Don't he even, was enough. He didn't even get a staff discount. He See, didn't... to be fair, doll, I go to Costa every day. David Bennett listening will be like that red flag. But anyway, he thinks drinking Costa is a red flag. I do as well, Rotten. Anyway. There is nothing else on offer where I work. Okay, I, I... okay, doll, okay. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Podcasting <laughs> with a Grinch. Podcasting with a Grinch. Like, go. Oh. As I keep telling David, I've also not had a Costa today. <laughs> Kidding. No, I have. Uh, obviously. And it is, it's very milky, I will say that. Anyway, zero staff discount. Do you want to know something even worse? But you don't work how, there. And it's in the hospital. You don't get any sort of like staff discount in the coffee shop in the hospital you work in. Because Costa is not part of the NHS doll. Yeah, but what wankers. You know what I mean? Like I'm taking a wee break for saving lives for a wee flat light. You can't even <laughs> give me 20 pence off it. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a fortune. 
Wait, I've not even finished all. Sorry. Do you know what's even worse about them? What's Sorry, the I'm, on a, I'm on a rager now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's even worse? I think this is disgusting. They sell, <laughs> they sell gift cards in there. So they're happy to take your money, right? So, you know, patients do this semi-regularly. Get us a gift card to be like, thanks so much. For saving you know, my life. For saving my life, obviously, mm-hmm. saving my baby's life. Blah, 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 you know, all the days work for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, they'll hand you a gift card and like, thank you so much that we just wanted to get you something we thought would be useful. That Costa doesn't accept gift cards. Is that not ridiculous? So they sell them, but they do not accept them. So I've got a gift card, a Costa gift card I can't even use in the Costa I work at. Why don't you just boycott them? I know, I would ideally, but the NHS coffee is rotten. You think Costa's is bad? Honestly, doll, you'd be as well putting vinegar and hot water together. That's the co- that's the coffee standard of the NHS. There's no Costa in, there's no cost in your new hospital, Dollarino. Yeah, but there's nice ones there. And there's also a Starbucks very close by. Is there? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the route. I'm thinking of where I would have came from, Govan. Yeah, near our old flat on route now, there would have been at the Broomhill Broomhill Roundabout. Yeah, that's the right name of it. I was Mm -hmm. at the Broomalina or something else. (laughs) Uh, The Broomhill Roundabout, there's a big Costa drive through now. Oh, yeah, it's all great. Mm -hmm. See you there. See you fucking there. I I don't intend to be back in Labour World, though, so you won't see me there. (laughs) 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 And we do have a Costa on Larks. Not drive through because it's on the pro. Uh, yeah, I've been there. I've been to Costa. I've been to mm-hmm. Costa at Largs. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Costa loyal. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your gift card the next time you're doing and get yourself a <laughs> <week> coffee. <laughs> I know, but I won't feel it's his air until I've saved MD's life. There. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't like Costa coffee. Doll, I don't either, and I wouldn't choose. I much prefer Starbucks, but do you know what? Doll beggars can't be choosers. 100%. You know I mean? 100%. Like, so how did we get on to that? Oh, the Calmac dinner, the cut, the mm. rolls, etc. Mm. So that was, I mean, I was raging at that, raging at that. And then, you oh, and then I went and got a... Hmm? You just sounds a bit Aaron. Mm-hmm. But then on the boat, I went and got a coffee from the coffee cabin. And I did name drop. I thought, I'm not now paying £10 for coffees. <laughs> so oh I did name drop. Hold me on this fucking ferry. An hour. So right. got to the... 50 quid later. <laughs> got to the till and I just said, her name was Jackie, are you working for Christmas? Are you on over Christmas? And she was like, no, I can't off. I'm on for New Year. Da, da, da. I said, oh, I said, that's a shame. I said, my husband's working for Christmas. She said, oh, is he on the boats? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, he works for Calmac. You're like, yeah, there's his staff pass, thanks. No, 10%, no, still, thank you. still charged full price. <laughs> Hope you threw the coffee in our face, but fuck you. Happy New Year to you. To be fair, Josh, like, so we, woo, exclusive, travel for free in the Calmet Ferry. I mean, really? So. Do you though? Because it sounds like you've fair paid for it to me. Oh, we we pay for the catering, but we don't. Why did Mm. that turn into an Aberdonian there? (laughs) We pay for the catering, but we don't pay to go as foot passengers or bring the car. So I actually don't know how much that would cost anyway or how much I'll save it would be. You name the route in the Calmac fleet, we can travel as the McLaughlins, the four of us, for free. I never do, by the way. Only Aaron, really. 
Mm. Um, and Josh totally gets ants in his pants if he has a sniff of another family member trying to get on the ferry for free. He's very much like, no, sorry, we can- I can't do that. Like, I just can't get you tickets. So obviously what? Jackie at the coffee cabin is thinking, I don't care if her husband works for Calmax, she's not getting a cappuccino out of me. Can I just remind everyone it's taxpayers' money that fund these bitches? Okay? <laughs> we pay the wages, Jackie. And I couldn't even get my cappuccino half price. Same for you, doll. Oh <laughs> I mean, doll, I can't even get one. No, no. My, my gift card's sitting there and I can't even use it. I do think, and this won't surprise any of the family contingent that listen to this, Rhonda McLaughlin is the only member that's managed to wangle a free Calmac trip by laying it on thick. To Josh or to them? No, 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 not to Josh, to the staff at the port. Shut up, doll. Her, Nana, the dog and the car. Oh my God, if my son was a captain of Calmac Ferries who I birthed out of my vaginal canal, mm-hmm. I'd be wringing him by his neck and saying, if I ever pay for a ticket on Calmac Ferry, you'll never be allowed in my house again. And it's Adios. not exactly a luxurious ride. Like the, the ferries themselves are like tin cans. The upholstery on the seats They're not is just plastic. It's like pleather. It's not even plastic. It's like pleather. It's like a first bus, mm-hmm. rotten. <laughs> First um, bus in the water. It's like it's almost like a moving old man's pub. That's what it gives me <laughs> vibes of. But you'd get a cheaper pint there. <laughs> Correct. So oh anyway, we had a nice time in Aaron overnight, stayed in Okrani. Aaron is like Sorry, a- sorry, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to her fucking winding her neck out about a fucking cappuccino. She's got on the boat for free mm-hmm. and then she stayed at a five-star resort. I think it's four-star. Oh, my God. You need a reality check, Ken. Um, There's people dying out there, Kim. <laughs> what I mean, though? So, Jesus. Yeah, it was nice. We had a really nice time. Aaron is like the land that time forgot, though. I've never been. I don't know if I've been to any Scottish island. Oh, it's terrible. Which, I mean, even worse for me, I have only been to maybe three or four and I could be well-travelled by now. Oh, I've decided you could be hop, skipping a foot and it ruin all them. Mm-hmm. I have decided, though, newsflash, hopefully my mom's not listening, so I've not told her yet, but it's happening. If Josh is working next Christmas, I'm going to have Christmas in Stornoway. Hallmark movie vibes, though. Hallmark movie. Um, Christmas in Stornoway. That's, uh, that's going to be the new holiday. There's no him. Um, <laughs> well, you're on the what, boat. <laughs> can I tell you what I googled though? You what? won't be surprised. It's the Marks and Spencers in Stornoway. There is not, by the way. <laughs> oh my god! No, I'd be googling. Is there a Costa? <laughs> there seems to be a big Tesco. Perfect. There's your Christmas dinner sorted. Mm. Or I would just get the Marks and Spencers and oh, bring yeah. it with me. I you also I've thought about this far too much, so. I thought, right, okay, I will either be driving five hours with the Rugrats in tow, or do I fly Glasgow to Lo- Glasgow to Stornoway, Logan Air? If I did, how would I get the, the Marks and Spencer's food order <laughs> in the hold? Well, doll, you know who you need to speak to? Who? The savages. Oh, the savages. My family. Hello, the, cran- the anti-pasta the in the suitcase. The cranberry oh. sauce and the liquids. <laughs> Oh my god, don't honestly get mum on the blower, she'll let you know. The lure pack, the bacon, 
It's all in there, doll. No worries. <laughs> She'll tell you what you need to say. The I used to fly to... when Logue worked in Aberdeen. I did Logue, Manchester, Aberdeen a few times. Logan Air, really nice. I mean, dolls like chitty, chitty, bang, bang, planes. I mean, you literally spread both your arms out. You're touching both sides of the flight. Really? But you get a tonics wafer for free. We okay. coffee. Really nice. I mean, fortunes, doll. They're really expensive flights. But they're really nice. It's close to, close to a private jet, so I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, let's not... Obviously, I've threatened Josh with divorce if he's away for next Christmas. Hmm. However, hmm. Let, let's see what Christmas 2024 brings. Oh Wonderful, we'll still be podcasting, though, we better be. Can't wait, Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I look more like fucking Jack Black and Cameron Diaz, though. <laughs> oh, no, not sure Josh is, I just love it anyway. <laughs> no. How is the Crimble calendar going, doll? I was listening back to last week's when I was editing and I was getting overwhelmed. How's it been? It's been chaos. So we had the Christmas wreath making at my mum's, which I really yeah. enjoyed. That so is talk a- me through that, doll. How did you make that? You're like, ah, it's a copper wire up the back. I said, yeah, well, I got that. But like, who taught you how to do it? So I had not appreciated and sometimes I think do I ask what's going on in my mum's life or do I just like, is life just so busy that I don't? My mum and my uncle Sandy, to be fair, and Carmen Green have been foraging for months. Foraging. So I think there needs to be a coffee shop putting fake and fairly to keep them busy. So no doll, worse than that. My uncle Sandy and Aunt Julie went to St Andrews in their camper van which is literally done about 500 miles and they've had it for five years. It literally doesn't move a wheel. <laughs> They went up to St Andrews in their camper van, and it's not just any old diddy kit, it's probably about 70 grand's worth of camper van, and my uncle Sandy went out foraging. <laughs> they then came back, they then came, they then came back, and my uncle Sandy spray-painted what he had foraged. There were these beautiful, like, stock, I can't, doll, I'll need to send photos, I'll put them in the stories. Honestly, when I say there was maybe six or seven greenery options... To wow. start the wreath, Holly, not bet juniper. I'm saying juniper berries. So we weren't juniper berries, but the berry, berry <laughs> options. Wow. Honestly, it was un. But the the selection was unbelievable. Right, and how did you put it all together? Like, who taught you how to put right. it together? So my brother's girlfriend Lucy is very artsy, craftsy, mm. upholstery vibes that she does pattern cutters I think she's just that type of person and she Mm. did it last year with her family you just she just kind of said right this is what you do with different bits to stick in lots of wire lots of secateurs is that the right no Mm. what are the clippers called yeah well metal cutters yeah cutters we then had baubles stuff to stick on glue guns it was and then my mum Neil Buchanan here, what's so, going on? I know. And you know what my mum's like with spread, though? What is this spread like at my mum's house? Oh. It's, like it's like a cow at Christmas dinner. Um, she then brings out the sandwiches, the homemade tarts, the homemade red velvet cake, the homemade Victoria sponge, sausage rolls. It Unbelievable. Was Prosecco galore. It was a great afternoon. That's the only thing I've done for myself. The rest of it has been turning up to every fake Santa that has been in the west of Scotland with my kids. <laughs> and Murray said to me tonight, actually before he went to bed, he went, Mummy, how come the 
Santa at Scott's was really, really tall, and the one at Centre Parks was really, really small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good question. I, what did we used to think when we were we? Dole, I was too smart for my own good. I think I figured I clocked on to Santa pretty quick. Did you? Mm, I remember being quite young, knowing that Santa wasn't real. Like what age? I'm not sure at all. Like seven, maybe. Maybe, like, think I know quite young. And I remember, like, cornering my mum, like, you need to tell me the truth. <laughs> I, I swear he's real. Writing me letters, I was like, this is your handwriting. <laughs> well, this is another thing. So, obviously, now we've got Elf in the fucking shelf, which is the bane of my life, mm. by the way. Mm. And... Great small talk, though, though, I will say that is my patient small talk at the moment. Great small doing? talk. Have you got an elf on the shelf? Like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my friends are driven wild with this. I, I, I don't have the patience for that. I don't have any kids. Da, 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 da. And then it's all, it, though, it's like, I, I should, I could do tutorials on small talk, honestly. So good. I might bin the elf, by the way. Oh. <laughs> That'll be the next one they come down to. It's funeral. Mm-hmm. Josh and I went out on Saturday night actually and obviously both of us pie-eyed not as pie-eyed as Josh was on the Friday by the way um, oh, that needs to be told because Logue's story of being sick all over himself was mm-hmm. told so but on Saturday and Sunday morning I heard Murray say to Josh's mum she'd stayed the night to look after the kids Eddie's not moved that's the elf oh. so I was like oh my god and then Ron was like do you know what it is Eddie did say that he'd maybe have a wee night off. I thought, safe by the way. Right, so mm-hmm. he's a fud. <laughs> he's got this group of friends that he goes out with. I don't know if anyone else is like this. And no matter the occasion, it's like red drag taboo. Mm. There is never a night. It's probably like me, you and Polly in our heyday doll. There is never yeah, a night that doesn't end up in total carnage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he goes out on Friday at four o'clock. So already I'm like, ah, alarm bells. Not making sense. And do you know that way I know when Josh is drunk because if he's not making sense in text to me, that's fine. But then he starts texting group chats, not making sense. And I'm like, ah, put your phone. Honey, honey. Always honey. I'm always, okay, honey. Okay, love you, honey, honey. So <laughs> he's doing the last train home which I'd got the previous night, so I knew when he was due to get in. One o'clock, no sight. <laughs> Text him, where are you? Missed the last train, honey. <laughs> I'm like, well, you, it's well, the, the train is well gone. The train left at 11 uh-huh. o'clock, two hours previous. Right? Honey. <laughs> I'm getting a taxi. Now, bear in mind, we now live 30 miles outside of Glasgow, so I'm like, and it's Friday, you know. It's- There's your co- your Calmac coffees. Mm-hmm. Tripled, by the way, the tax was £100. Uh, which uh, everyone needs to be spending the week before Christmas. I actually don't know if it was £100 or if that was a, maybe a bit of a fee for mess. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> two o'clock, no sight of him. Or sound. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here we bloody go. And I didn't probably get back to sleep and then about half past two at this, what I can only describe as a calamity comes crashing through the door. And I thought, I'm just going to ignore him. And I, then I couldn't because he was just getting louder and louder and louder and louder. I thought he's going to wake up the kids. So went through and I'm like, 
In fact, I went through and what I seen <laughs> has traumatised me. Uh-huh. Eddie the Elf was at least there when he's done <laughs> So he's half stripped, sick down him, sick still in his face. <laughs> and I said, what are you doing? And he's like, I, I need bottles of water and I need money. I said, like, what the fuck, Josh? Like, what's going on? He's like, that taxi's still sitting outside the front door. <laughs> and I was like, why is the taxi still outside the front door? I need water bottles and I need money. Like this. He then gets two hundred two five. Two five hundred mil bottles of Strathmore. Two five hundred pounds <laughs> and a tenner, and tries to walk out the front door. Half in his boxers, was he not? Freezing cold. And I was like, "You are naked. You need to put clothes on. Why are you going back to the taxi?" And I was like, "Do you know what? Fuck you. On you go. Make a fool of yourself." I think he rustled something on. Went outside, and I looked out the window. <laughs> And he was chucking water over the taxi. <laughs> now, what how he thought a fucking Skoda Fabia was getting cleaned by two two five hundred mil bottles of Strathmore, I don't know, but he was giving it his best shot. He comes back in. Getting a job now and car wash next. <laughs> he comes back in. I was like, right, just get upstairs. I said, Why were you chucking water in that taxi? I, did, I honestly at this point didn't know why he was chucking water in the taxi. It wasn't in the taxi, it was on the taxi. So I was, I had to, eh, honey, I had to hang my head out the window because I was being sick. That guy was driving like an arsehole. Boy. I said, I think there's only one arsehole here tonight, honey. And he went up. He, though he couldn't even, he was so incompetent. And that actually gives me the ick. Like, see, thinking of him oh on the AMA. On the M8 was head out the window like some sort of dog on a hot summer's day spewing. And the guy the guy didn't even stop. He just kept going. No, he's lucky he did keep going. He's lucky he never get chucked out. I know. I'm surprised he get decapitated. <laughs> anyway. He probably was worried for him and thought, I actually, this is a welfare call here. <laughs> I'm taking him home for his own safety. But do you want to know something like, see what he was on Friday night? That is the type of person I hate in a Christmas night out. I hate the dad. And to be fair, Josh gets out. I hate the dad that gets one night out a year, puts on the Christmas shirt. It's probably too tight from the year before, but he's only got one shirt, so he's still fucking wearing it and just gets too (laughs) drunk. Oh, my God. That's just, yeah, that was little Logan at Polly's wedding. He was that... Do you remember him just dancing on the dance floor himself? I know we did talk about this in the pod already, and Mm -hmm. I was like, you are just giving me the ick all over. (laughs) And, like, just just not even of this world. Like, he was so drunk, and he was, like, (laughs) on the dance floor, and he's just, like, dancing himself. (laughs) I'm like, you don't even like dancing. Sit down, you tit. Anyway. Josh oh. also, sorry, Josh, I just had another flashback on the Saturday. And I used to, I mean, this is the thing, you used to get this when you were at fucking uni, not when you're a 31-year-old dada too. So he's lying like this in the sofa. I know you can't see me in the pod, but when we have like this. And you know when you see the stamp in the back of your hand? No. <laughs> and I was like, you've got a stamp in the back of your hand. We were wearing, he was like, nice and sleazies. 
Who goes to nice and sleazy's these days? Nobody. He is a loser. He is a dad. Anyway. Anyway. She relaxed him on the boat. Cheery fucking old bye. No, Fuck. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we did obviously ask everybody what their favourite memories of MSM was. And I mean, I like don't I remember like you'd be running home from school to go on to MSM. Running. And, and I used to so for anyone that used to not live in Largs, but went out in Largs as a teen. <laughs> so that's like the Fairly Crew, the West Bride Crew, the FK Toy. Quite a, quite a niche people mm. you're speaking to here. There's quite a lot of locals that listen. Um, so we would all be getting the train home. If you were Jodo that lived in Skirmley, you were on a bus. <laughs> you were, you, you you were, were in the leather seats. And if you were in Layla, if you were Layla, you were in the boat. <laughs> so... We, I used to run home from the train, the train station to get MSN up running to dissect the night that had just happened. Did oh. you used to have rules though? Like what? Like, did your mum say like, no MSN after what time? Did oh my you God, yes. Did set hours? So I always remember we actually, God, we're so posh, we had like a computer room. So we had mm. a room that the computer was in. And I remember the height of my life was when there was also a TV in that room. We just had this spare TV and I don't really know why it was in there because it was on the floor. But anyway, and I would have Corey on the TV and I'd be Corey? on Corey? I loved Coronation Street, girl. I'd have Coronation Street on. I mean, I'm talking, I was about 10, but anyway. And <laughs> I'd have Corey on and I'd be on MSN and I'd be happy as a pig and shit. Honestly, doll, you could shut the door and I'd have been in there for days. I remember the pinnacle of my teenagehood was when the computer became a laptop in my bedroom. Oh, wow. No, I never had, I never had a computer in my bedroom. One of my favouritest things about MSN, I think for me, because I was rotten looking in school, was that you could get an MSN boyfriend. <laughs> and they'd but, never seen what you looked like. This is different to Largs because... I feel like everyone in Largs that I... I didn't have many out of... I think I maybe had like a couple of boys from Soulcoats, but but again, like maybe we would have met them at the Metro. I yeah, don't know. You were cool in school. An imaginary fucking boyfriend because you <laughs> were getting boyfriends in school. I wasn't getting boyfriends in school, so I needed fictitious boyfriends online. Do you no, know what okay, I mean? Fine, 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 fine. Okay. Like, so I was a predator's dream. Do you know what I mean? I was, <laughs> I was on there every night waiting mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. anyone to take a fancy to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I do remember at the OG MSN Messenger, that very, very OG one, like I'm talking not the one that I posted that was the light blue, the very, very first, it was all the grey Windows 98 pixelated. I would honestly laugh. You'll never, you will never listen to this and nor will anyone who knows him, but... David Fleming, right, was his name. Div is what he used to get called, right? Oh my God, he was my first love. And he, somebody who knew him, added us into some sort of group chat. And I'm I'm talking in like the first year of high school. Like, so I'd have been about 12 or 13, right? I spoke to that boy until, I mean, I was, I remember bumping into him when we were about 20 at the dancing. And we knew exactly who each other were. 
I'm not joking, doll. I spoke to him the whole time throughout high school. I mean, I did have, don't feel too sorry for me. Like I did actually go out with other people in real life. <laughs> and but, what, did you just always love him, doll? No, doll, just spoke to him all the time. So anyway, we started chatting when we were about 12, right? And then him and I branched off into our own private conversation. And yeah, we were like obsessed. Like, I was obsessed with him. I, just, I thought it was such good chat, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, doll, unknown to me. I mean, it could have been like a 40-year-old pedophile but he wasn't mm-hmm. and anyway as msn's got better and webcams etc and all that got better like i did actually like and thank the lord he actually was very handsome um but <laughs> so i'm sure we were bf and gf bf and gf and like couldn't be the biggest fucking apostrophes if you tried and the names never met hannah loves dev probably and never even seen a picture of each other probably <laughs> Oh my god, terrific! So no, I'm no, I did. I had seen a picture of him because, or else I wouldn't have known. As that story goes, so but he was so weird about meeting up. So I kept being. I mean, this is what was wrong with me. Why it was actually <laughs> playing into this. So I was like, let's me up, let's me up, and we would like make a plan, and then he would always checking out of it, and I'd be like, oh my god, like sorry, I was, I was, I'm your girlfriend. I was fodder for a, some sort of attack here. Anyway, wouldn't meet up with me, like, probably had saw a picture of me and thought, let's keep you in the internet, hen. <laughs> and <laughs> so, anyway, cut to, we must have been speaking for about six or seven months because I didn't do this hobby for very long. But I had been playing piano. Like, I learned to play piano when I was... <laughs> This is really, I'm laying on how cool I was here, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I was like, cool, 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 going to set my first exam. And classic me, whatever was happening, I somehow ended up running late for it. And I'm talking running really late. And it was actually at Glasgow Uni. And I remember running up and running, I honestly, it was like something out of a movie. I was running so late for the exam. And I burst into the exam hall. Who's sitting front and centre? And it, it was like a uni exam. Like everyone was in their individualised desk in the rows. Div sat front row. He looked up. So was, I don't, Alec was like fucking Josh coming in for a night mm-hmm. out. Clamity mm-hmm. Jane. Minus, sans sick. Fully mm-hmm. clothed. I, I was like, <laughs> hopefully. I was like, oh my God. He looked up at me and was like, oh my God. I then proceeded to like go to the road, sit the exam, and then spent the rest of the time like leaning around to be like, is that actually him? Is that actually him? Like, what? Is that my boyfriend? (laughs) You boyfriend. (laughs) Like, oh my God, oh my God, right? And I'm sure I looked stunning. Mm -hmm. Out of the exam hall we go. I'm like big stalker fucking boots. I'm storms right up to him. No shame. I'm like, hiya, hiya. I'm like, Div. Oh my God, I'm actually cringing for myself. Like, how did that even have the audacity? And he's like, doll, he couldn't even look at me. I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> the coolness gets cool. He's like, my trumpet exam. <laughs> oh my god I was like oh I didn't know you played the trumpet even though you've been speaking non-stop for seven months fuck's sake what the hell what the <laughs> hell 
wouldn't even look at me. He was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God. I, but I was obviously in a state of oblivion because I do remember skipping home that day. Like, oh. just that, my piano exam, and just met my boyfriend and my trumpet playing boyfriend. What so, happened? what was the one? Loved what? him. Kept kept up. Met him when I was about 20 in a nightclub. We, were, we, we had a spree of kind of meeting up with each other on nights out and getting off with each other when we were in our 20s. So, anyway, he lives in Australia now, I think. But by the way, he got fucking gorgeous. He you was so know. handsome. Oh my God, he was so buff. Yeah, he was. The he one was that got away. That's it. Watch yourself, Matthew Logue. Big um, difference so... when he comes back. I'll, he'll be playing his trumpet right, <laughs> right to my heart. <laughs> So, who is the one? I feel like you've got much more, much better MSN boyfriends mm. than me because everyone that I, everyone that I spoke to went to my fucking school. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the good thing for me. I didn't speak to him that I went to school with. Thank but, Doll, who was the one where you met in Queen Street Station? <laughs> <laughs> what? Doll, there was Tell some... me, I need, I need more details. You'd arranged to meet said MSN boyfriend. Oh my god! Right. Or was it Emma Stack? No, don't, you... don't bring her into this. No, well, I feel like we spoke about it the night before your hen, and essentially, you seen him in Central, no Queen Street Station. You had your point of where you were meeting, and you just went up. You didn't even say a word. And you just winched him. Zero doll. That didn't happen. No way. No. For Emma Stack. No, that can't be right, doll. Emma Stack Emma... will know who it is, but for Emma Stack. Our first live guest. Uh, yeah. I'll doll, please don't swear you're live on the pod. I am outing myself seriously here. She'll be sleeping. She's got two wins. Damners. Anyway. Right, so... so- a thing that used to happen in our house was we obviously, when MSN started, we'd dial up internet. Of course. And I remember being grounded this one thing. This is horrendous. I was addicted to MSN. Same. Like, it was like the nectar of my life. I could not go a day with it. Like, see if my mum said to me, no MSN tonight, it would honestly have been a travesty in my whole life. And I remember my poor gran, my mum's mum being in hospital. And mobiles can't really have been a thing either. So my mum was getting updates from the ward via the landline. So obviously, if you're on MSN and you're on the internet, you can't then be on the landline. Of course. So there was always a particular time, like an evening ward round or whatever, where there would have been an update in my gran. Or another thing that would happen is, like my aunt Julie or my uncle David would have been up seeing my gran and then they would be phoning my mum for the update. So my mum always said... You can go in that MSN, but you cannot be on from certain times. Right. I'm upstairs. She's none the fucking wiser. And she missed the update, obviously, because nobody could get through on the phone. And I remember her finding out and she went through me like a ton of bricks. Oh, my God. Karen, I told you not to be an MSN. Why is MSN more important than your grand's health and well-being? I'm waiting on updates from the hospital and you're sitting up there talking to your pals that you've been with all day at school. Like, what did we speak about? We'd been with each other all day. 
I know, and then you were straight on. I mean, though, I I do remember one night coming home, and Emma, who we were just talking about, so so there was a cool group, right? The group that came up from St Helens. So two primaries went into my high school, St Matthews. I was at St Helens. They were cool. They all fancied boys. They were all wearing makeup. Like we were like the wee goons that came up that were still like fucking playing with Barbies, and um, <laughs> I remember. One of the girls was also called Emma, and this Jenny Blair actually was a member of this crew. She was the St Helens cool crew, and Jenny, I was speaking to. I thought I was speaking to Emma Deacon Stack, but I was actually speaking to one of the really scary girls, this girl Emma, and I genuinely, genuinely thought I was talking to Emma Stack, and Emma, I'm like her and I are talking about stuff and. Then, like, jokingly get into like an argument, like joking. Well, so I thought about a uh, like different stuff, right? Don't honestly, this was like my insults. I was like, "You stink in geography," because I sat next to him on geography, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can't even remember. Like that was one that sticks out in my mind, but like other stuff that was like really specific to Emma Stack, and then basically, oh my god, I felt so sorry. But see, I think back, I feel sorry for myself. So that was like the, one of the first nights of the summer holidays this happened, right? And Jenny Blair, you were also in on this doll. You were involved in this MSN conversation because this Emma was at her house. And basically she was like, I said, wait a minute. I, I, like, so this fight went on and I'm being like, you're this, you're that, like calling each other names. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, hold on a minute. Who am I talking to? She's like, not this girl. She was like, it's Emma, da, da, da. Um, I was like, no, no, no. I said, I'm talking to him. I said, actually, like, no, you're not. And you're getting your see you next Tuesday kicked in and me get back to school in August. Shine so, yourself the whole summer. Oh, so my arse fell through me. She was so scary. So scary. We actually ended up quite good pals for six years, but she was terrifying. Right. So I went back to school. I was honestly like quaking, get walking back up to school that first week. She never said a thing until the Friday afternoon. So I had been at school all week thinking, oh my, God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm getting my wee fizzy head beated be- mm-hmm. in here. And anyway, so she comes round to the wall where we used to stand at the, the wall. Mm-hmm. And they all stood round the front of the school. That's where the cool kids hung about with the boys. And she comes round with the cronies who also were all fucking terrifying. Oh, and people were so intimidating in school that people yeah. thought it was and she like comes right up to me and she's like ah, you what are you saying to me in MSN did I don't think I've forgotten and I was like ah. and I think because I was like so terrified like and she just loved the like power she had yeah. over me like that was enough for her yeah and like she's like, don't ever let it happen again and I was like yeah, yeah 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 oh my god so that was a feared time of MSN that um like, that, do you remember like just when you're talking about who am I talking to do you remember when you used to be with your pal and you'd be talking to a boy and you'd be thinking, does that boy fancy my pal? Yes. No, they aren't here just now. Do no. you fancy them? Is she in your top five? Oh my God, somebody did mess that in. Or you'd be like that, because you'd be like, Karen with Alicia, and you'd be like, Hannah with Elise, Hannah with Elise, mm-hmm. Hannah with Emma, like you'd be doing stuff like that. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, you'd be saying to people, or I do remember as well, you'd be like, no, they're not here. What, like to other people in your year, what do you think of them? Uh-huh. To find out would be, I mean, honestly... So people's messages were quite funny. Do you know the number one thing that so many people message saying? Log on, log off. Correct. 
logging in, logging off, like higher as a flip or BRB, you know, if you look at me, BRB, 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 like in the shower back in 10. How urgent was the message? Unsure. How urgent the ads be like that? Or do you ever remember when you used to nudge people and it'd be like, and the whole yeah. screen would shake and all that? Oh my God, I loved MSN. So I just I think... fucking grown up MSN now. I'm on Microsoft Teams all day. I know, true at all, but you're not Not talking to my pals, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm not getting your tits out. <laughs> you know, that was just you. <laughs> Everybody did once, a wee flash once. Did you never flash anyone? You must have, doll. I don't remember flashing anyone. When your poor grandma's in her deathbed, you're getting a tit out. Nobody can get through in the landline. I honestly don't remember flashing MD, But, I mean, if, if I flashed anyone in MSN, please come forward, let me know. I don't remember. Show me, your t- show me my tits back then. They would have been great. <laughs> Aye, I that was the thing. People were... Like, if, do you ever remember another? School was brutal. I remember a girl I was friends with had flashed somebody and... People were like, oh, it was horrible. People had somebody had screenshotted it, probably photocopied it or something like faxed it, and it got made into hundreds of posters and get put up all around our school. That just didn't happen in Lars Academy, doll. I went, mean, my school was wild. Honestly, doll, awful. Remember Pixel websites as well? Mm-hmm. Oh my, doll, I was a wizard then. I, like, I could have been like, an IT wizard, but like, I was. I knew all the codes. I could have built your website from scratch. Why did I not go into that as a career? I'm a millionaire. 100%. Kelsey Boyd actually did say that. I was laughing at hers. Hers was um, she knew all, when you knew all the codes for the emojis and the gifts and you thought you were God. So, <laughs> is Emma text you back? Zero doll. What did you say to her? I said, you, you missed your first, you missed your um, first life. Your first, first pod appearance. We need a story clarified. Somebody else said, doing webcam photo shoots, but thinking you were a model with your best friend. Love yes. It. Me and Lauren Patrick used to do them full full on photo shoots, though. Outfits, ETC, loved it. Yeah, everyone's, everybody's favourite was logging in and off to see if you're the person you yeah. fancied you could see. And also the top five. I loved the top five. Same. I remember I wrote, my, I fancied this boy I went to school with. See now, look, now I'm like, look, rotten. And Arrow, his name is Michael, and I was like, Hannah lives, dash, dash, dash. Obviously, Michael, and I'm like, at him, who, um, who do you fancy? Oh, there's your phone in my back. <gasps> Great. Hiya. Hi. Welcome Hi. to the pod, Dolorino's podcast. You are live. Please do not swear. Actually, just swear. It's fine. I swear all the time. Um, no. No, you're being, I'm being serious. Hi, Hi, Emma. We've only got a minute left. We've got less than a minute left. It's like fucking phone a friend and uh-huh. who wants to be my name? You need Karen is telling me this story. She said we talked about it the night before my hen. I have no idea what she's talking about. Right, Emma, was there someone that Hannah used to speak to in MSN or was it you? And you arranged to meet them in Queen Street Station and you just walked, I think it was Hannah, walked straight towards them and started winching them. <laughs> Who was this? Um, I don't remember. I don't, what, I don't remember just walking straight up to somebody and winching them. No, I mean, I wouldn't surprise me if he does, but I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, do you, rem- do you remember this story? I can vaguely remember it, but I don't know who it was. I don't remember this story at all. I'm like, who the hell? So, sorry, troops. Um, in true Dollarino style, our, our, our Zoom ran out. So, <laughs> to sum up, 
Emma confirmed the walking towards each other without a word spoken and winch did happen, but did not confirm who it was. I'm convinced mm. it was Hannah. I know. I, I, I will have a think this week and I'll ask around the school girls and see if anybody can remember. But I don't think I would, though. I just don't think I had that kind of confidence. I looked like Hagrid. Like, who was I walking to and winching without a word? Do you know what True. I mean? Going out with Untrue trumpet though. players, like what was that up to? Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. MSN were the best days of our lives, though. I loved MSN Messenger. Like, you know, what? I can't remember the progress. Sorry, yeah, the progress from MSN to not MSN, and then what did we do after that? Was what? it Facebook? Did you ever read that thing that was that like, one day you logged on to MSN for the last time and you never even knew it? And I was like, oh my god, so true. Yeah. Like. I think it was went, a Bebo chat. Yeah, I think it moved to Bebo. I think the chats moved to Bebo and that's kind of how it progressed. And then Bebo moved to Facebook. That's what I think happened because, as you say, like, we all had this like internet addiction. So it must have been fed through some, like, and somewhere. Um, Bebo was another one. Oh my God. Dog, do you remember the absolute hierarchical chaos? Of the your mosaic. top friends, the top friends on Bebo. Or the other half. The other half. I remember I had a boy, Stephen Nielsen, as my other half the entire time I had Bebo. Entire time. I ended up going out with him years later. Joel, this is honestly... I know. I hadn't met him either. I had a plethora of internet boyfriends. You could honestly be a Netflix documentary. <laughs> the girl with the boyfriends with no faces. <laughs> Like, honestly, yeah, he was for Kirky. I don't even know how he ended up as my other half. I think I obviously probably spoke to him in MSN. Then we'll like, mum will just be each other's other half for a laugh. Like, we'll just thought it was funny, but obviously fancy each other. And then that was it for the rest of time. Never ever changed it. Was still my, was still my other half at, like when we were like 18. And then, yeah, met him. Again, he was another wee shite bag that wouldn't meet up, but he did eventually. And then, yeah, went out with him as well. I mean, honestly, though, took me a while to catch them, but once I did. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell, this I can't believe you invested so much time in these people that weren't interested in meeting up with you. I know, doll. I know. I think I was desperado mode. Mm-hmm. Sad. Doll, not all of us were cool at you, okay? Like, you were you were, you were, were a big fish in a wee pond. I was a wee fish in a big pond. Do you know what How I mean? was I in a wee pond, doll? Doll, you went to like a three-person primary. Right, correct. But I was still a big fish in Largs Academy. Oh, I bet. 60 people went to, woo No, I think there was over a thousand. Fair enough, though. No, I know. Uh, you were just cooler than me. I just was a loser. Don't know. I clearly, as we've heard from my dating history, had to speak to them on the internet for six years before they'd meet up with me. I actually wasn't that cool. I was semi-cool, but not. Who was the coolest? I don't know, actually. It defi- depends what you define as cool. Like, do you define, like, the Neds as cool? Actually, do you want to know something? I'm not going into this because I now live back in this town. Poodle. And a lot you're, of the you're people, that people that fingered you when you look out the window, you can't be saying who was cool, who wasn't cool. <laughs> and a lot of like people that I went to school with now have kids my age, and I don't want my son to get battered <laughs> because of something their oh. mum has said in the fucking pod. <laughs> Great. True, doll. True. <laughs> Murray to actually be able to like, show his face in Largs. I know. Oh my god! I won't worry about Callum. Callum would give it anyone I oh, see. Callum would probably provoke people to say something I, about you. 
Can I tell you what that boy did? So I've got glasses from Iola, which are not the ones that are on my face just now. Mm. And he, I'd put them on the bed because I'd just been out of the shower. He grabbed them off the bed, looked at me, squared in the eye, snapped them in two, took them into specs, and he then just went, sorry, mummy. Oh. I'm honestly worried he's going to end up in some sort of jail cell later on in life. But anyway. He'll be, in, he'll be one of those juvie kids that goes up to like, the bad boys' school. <laughs> so then I took... You have to a bad boys' school in Lars. We don't in Bishop Briggs. No. No, we did. It's a bad boys' school. Like, you know, like, kids that are, like, as you say, like, borderline prison, needing to go to prison, but they go to, like, a detention centre instead. No, didn't have that in large stuff. Oh, my God, terrifying, because it was called St Mary's Boys Home, and honestly, the fear, though, it was literally two minutes up the road from our school. Once in a while, one of them would go missing, and it would be like, all hell would break loose. Um, and, yeah, you'd be like, you go to the bad boy school, you go to the bad boy home. Oh, my God, the fear that that would instill in you. Never mind a fucking elf. I'm talking Mary's School for Bad Boys. That's where you didn't want to be. Oh, God. So I took said glasses to Specs, spec Savers. They were like, no, that the metal is completely off mm. that. You need to take them to where you bought them. So I went up to Iola today when I was in the office and she was like, no, she was like, that whole thing is done. She's like, you need a full new frame, £60. I'd be putting him in the bin. Josh actually texts me, like, take that out of his bank account. If he will know at two years old what he's done and the monetary value. But do you know what, though? He's probably got more money than you, so I'd just take it. No, to be fair, doll, Josh is probably saying that because he's like, I've probably already rinsed about £300 in sick and taxis and fucking nights out this weekend. (laughs) We could do without this. True, doll, true. Right, I think we need to end it there, doll. This pod will never end. This episode will go on forever. Yeah, so I think we'll do another episode next week and then it'll be Christmas, etc. Mm-hmm. We won't do another three months hiatus, but we'll just try and... Why don't we do an episode on Christmas Eve and we'll leave Logue with the boys? Great idea. We'll leave him downstairs with Tweedledee and Tweedledum and we'll go upstairs mm-hmm. and record the pod. Okay. You nervous about that? What, Logue? Mm-hmm. No. You'll, you'll be fine. I'm just worried that Callum Bart or something, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be used to that. Give, don't give my tattoo scone. <laughs> That's a story for another day. That's a story for another day, Dollarinos. Anyway, okay, great to catch up, doll. Bye, Dollarino. <laughs> I wanna hear you go.